1: Good morning. Welcome to episode 15 of Lawyers and Libations with Sarah and Rebecca.
2: Good morning. It's morning time.
1: Absolutely. Good to be here.
2: It's always good to be drinking before lunch.
1: I mean, might as well. In our line of work, it gets a little stressful in the morning.
2: A little dicey. Yeah, Yeah, it does. That's generally when the angry clients start calling or opposing counsel. They're acting like
1: assholes. Yep. It starts early, for sure. What kills me, I've got one client that only calls me at 4 55 on Fridays on my cell phone. <laughs> and I'm like, I feel like this was probably an emergency before 4 55.
2: Yeah. It's not an emergency. <laughs> and that's when you put that D and D on and you say, we'll talk on Monday. Thanks.
1: Yeah. Uh, no, it's so crazy. I'm like, you know, you can actually number one, call the office, but number two, if it's an emergency on a Friday, you should definitely call around nine.
2: So I think only my like most, most, most favorite clients have my cell phone because over the years it's, you know, you know more than anyone, it gets abused very quickly. Again, it'll be like seven o'clock on a Friday and Mm -hmm. male clients has a buzz and they're like, so Sarah, seriously though, what do you think about this? (laughs) I mean, like, do you think we're going to win? What do you think my case is right? I'm like, man, we can't be doing this on a Friday evening. Like we're not doing this.
1: Yeah, no. You're like, we're not a couple. I'm your lawyer. Yes, I'm your Mm -hmm. lawyer. We are
2: not, in fact, a couple.
1: Um, Well, you know, I heard a really good voicemail um, one of our attorney friends has on his cell phone, and it basically says, thank you for calling. This is my cell phone. Do not leave me a message and do not text it if this has to do with work. I do not use my cell phone for work. Call the office because that's where my software is to keep track of our phone calls and conversations. Oh. And it's not rude, but I mean, I think no, that's part of why rude. I don't like cell phones for uh, work. Well, yeah, because they call you while you're driving. You can't run anything down. Right. Oh, yeah.
2: Um, you need to put that actually as your voicemail. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, you should do that. Mm-hmm. Um, Katie would really like to put that as her voicemail, but I don't think it'll work.
1: Yeah, no. <laughs> she gave out her number to too many yeah, people. She,
2: in fact, every single one of our clients. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yes. So, in the news, did you see that the Russian mercenary guy, Yevgeny's flight went down? I mean, I don't know why he was shocked and even got on that Mysteriously, flight. Seriously, if you are that guy, you never look at an airplane again in your life and be like, You know what, I think I'm gonna get on that. But then nine other people were aboard the fucking thing with him. Right. Like, are you kidding me? Like those people didn't get on the plane and see him on there and be like, nah, I know not today. I don't think I'm gonna fly today with this guy. We're good. I'm gonna walk. I might take a bus. I don't fucking know, but I'm not getting on that plane.
1: No. Like if I were him, I would have only flown commercial in a disguise.
2: Uh yeah. <laughs> like a Mr. Potato Head yeah. disguise. He should never have gotten on a plane. It was but what I also found to be fascinating was uh Putin sent his condolences.
1: <laughs> I'm sure to he his did. Family. I'm so sorry about your we're death. I'm really
2: upset about your loss to your family. Um hugs and prayers. I think he might have said that. I don't really fucking know, but I'm like, dude, you are a blatant actual murderer. It was fascinating. Well,
1: and why do you even, like, trust anything? As long as Putin's in power, like, I wouldn't do anything. That's why I won't go to Russia, ever. I won't ever go to Russia, and I won't go to China.
2: I mean, maybe until, like, things shake up a little differently in both those countries, because I don't want to go somewhere where I could absolutely, without any sort of judicial proceeding, disappear and no one would be able to get me out now. Granted, I wouldn't be bringing any like weed residue pens or anything like that. Uh, I would be checking all of my bags a lot to make sure there was nothing in there that could be construed as legal. But any sort of extrajudicial disappearances—that's
1: not the country I want to go visit. No. What was that movie that came out? We were probably early twenties. The two chicks were in Thailand, and the hot guy put drugs oh, in our bags. Oh, it's fuck. terrifying.
2: Uh, broke down palace. Oh my god. Yes. Terrifying. I remember
1: watching that and being like. I'm never flirting with a hot random surfer in a foreign country no. and they're definitely not carrying my bags. No,
2: no, no, no. That was actually one of my favorite soundtracks in college. I love huh. that. But yes, that's Claire Danes. Yep. Scared the shit out of me too. I'm like, "Well, this is why you don't go to Thailand
1: and you don't carry things for random random hot, hot, hot dudes." Men. Yep. Yeah,
2: absolutely not. Yeah.
1: It sounds like a strategy by them, right? They're like,
2: <laughs> "Yeah, they're like, oh, these <laughs> girls are so cute. Can you carry all my cocaine?" Sure.
1: Yeah. Anytime. It's totally fine. Totally fine. My dad will get me out of it.
2: Yeah, it's not a big deal. No. And is she still stuck there? Do we have any idea? It was based on a true story. I never mm-hmm. did a follow-up
1: investigation. We should look. I mean, I don't want to know. What if she, she's going to be, like, 60 at this point in time? Oh, God. I would know, be suck. so
2: pissed. I would be so mad because you can't even, like, break out of one of those prisons. You're just fucked. No. No. It's terrible. Uh-uh. Um, much like the guy in Pennsylvania that is the murderer that... uh Broke out by doing some crab walk in between the buildings or something. <laughs> I, I was like, really? That's all it took to get out? It's just doing a reverse crab it's walk. Super huh? weird.
1: Yeah. Did he just do it to go under the cameras? I guess?
2: I, I, well, I don't know because they caught him on camera doing the <laughs> doing crab, crab walk. walk. So I don't think that was it. Maybe there was like barbed wire or something. I have no idea. But it's the most absurd shit. But um, apparently, I guess they're finding him today. Oh my somewhere. gosh. Or something. Yeah. I Um, The last other thing I think that's happened since we were last together is I had a lovely colonoscopy. Oh,
1: gosh. How was that? if you want to get
2: skinny, uh, get a colonoscopy because by the time when you're doing the prep, you have to chug these bottles of shit. Now, granted, I've had like three or four of these. So, I've since I've got a terrible belly. And so, I probably had my first one. I had a first one in high school. So, it was like, I think I was 17 years old. And you used to have to drink an entire gallon of this shit, which was, I mean, horrendously terrible, like barfing it up. Um, Now you just have to do like these two little eight-ounce things. Really, you only have to do one, to be honest, because by the time you realize you have to go to the bathroom, it's already too late. You have definitely already oh. shit yourself by the time you're like, I should get up and go, oh, there it went. Huh, that was fascinating. So, needless to say, I woke up seven pounds lighter the next day, uh, primarily, I think, because you can't really eat uh, anything. But colonoscopies, drugs. Good phenomenal. ones. Oh, God. Yes, propofol. Well, I've already told you this, that... Um, if I could date an anesthesiologist, and maybe get propofol just so I could go to sleep on a regular basis, there's no other drug that I would ever need in my life because it's magical.
1: So what's the turnaround time post-colonoscopy before you can start eating and drinking and oh, all the fun stuff again? Oh, you can drink
2: immediately.
1: Oh, good. So as soon as you're awake and like yes. back Yes. Now at they it.
2: say don't have any alcohol for um, 24 hours or something, but I mean. I had my
1: nightly bourbon. Yeah. I mean, goals, right? Like, let do the best you can. Exactly. I mean, like, yeah,
2: same. But if it's been a rough day, say you've gotten like an 18-foot hose shoved up your ass, then I think you deserve a
1: bourbon at that point in
2: time. Which is the way I felt about it. So, ta-da! Perfect. Yeah, anyway, it was good. So, who are we having on today?
1: So, so excited. Our friend, Allison Affleck. um, So, she is a social security. She's so good. Um, She does social security and VA benefits work. Um, she is at a firm called Affleck and Gordon here in Atlanta. Um, but I think, and we'll ask her more about it, they can really help people all over the country. Um, particularly post COVID, uh, yeah. with, you know, zoom capabilities and all of those things. Um, but super smart. I mean, anytime I've got a social security question or VA question, she's like my go-to. It's
2: lovely. We love our strong mm-hmm. women. So yay. Anyway, Absolutely. Well, we're going to be back in just a minute, uh, with Alison Affleck to talk to her. So we'll see you in a second
3: Wade Ford. We are Atlanta's Ford dealer.
1: Welcome back to Lawyers and Libations. We are so excited to have our friend Allison with us.
4: Yay, Allison. Hey, I'm here. Excited. Welcome, girl. Thanks for having me.
1: It's morning. Yeah, yes. it
4: Wednesday.
1: is. Yes. Wednesday. Uh, which, speaking of mornings, you brought a morning-friendly libation for today. What's yes. our treat?
4: Okay, so we're having mimosas and muffins, a little oh, move and start, start the day. Start
1: I love that. That
4: is fancy. Cheers.
2: That might be the
4: fanciest I
1: like it's it. The thing we've got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is lovely. Well, let's pass these cups out. over we here. We
4: had to. We had to kick it, it off on the right note. I'm here with you guys. I'm
1: So over hump day. Here you go. My oh, gosh! Party. I'm so
4: excited. I've done two hearings this morning. So this is my oh my god reward. I'm I'm done after this. What I've time lived do, my do your hearings day. start? So this particular judge loves a good eight a.m. Loves so a good eight a.m. Start time. So called me at seven fifty. No, ma'am. Uh huh. Yep. I was no. 6 a.m. Told my husband to leave with our daughter, so there wasn't any, you know, take
2: That's the child. Brutal.
4: I have take things to child. do. I've got to
1: pay for the daycare. That is brutal. Okay, so tell me for your mimosas, because I've seen them different ways. Do you do like half and half on your OJ, or are you just like a so splash I of OJ Not the little girl? OJ. <laughs> yeah,
4: I, I feel was
2: like it's like no, it's no, like no like you do like the whole champagne, and yeah. then you do then a just a
1: splash. Yeah. All right, do you want to pour? Do you want me to sure. pour? Yeah, you're the.
2: Yes, um, here. Move this little
1: thing. So
2: I used to, a billion years ago, I was a special assistant attorney general and used to represent DFACs um, in Fulton County Juvenile Court in child deprivation cases, right? And court started early. And Rebecca knows this about me. I am not a morning person. I don't actually even aspire to be a morning person. <laughs> so it's like when I had to do early court times, I was pretty much murderous, more murderous than I am currently, every day. So I don't envy you that at all.
4: Yeah, think. it was brutal. It was brutal. I will say, the best thing is that COVID happened, and so all of our hearings are virtual. Yeah, yes. I don't even have to have my face on. Shut up. No, no so just telephone. You're not just a cat. Phone. You're not yeah. a ca- No, I'm not. You're on I'm sitting the cat. there. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a cat. Yes, exactly. No, I don't even have to pretend to be anything. I don't have to have... Be dressed, I'm sipping my coffee. Just I'm in on the mute. Sometimes the I start talking. Sometimes I'm start talking. I'm still on mute. Yeah, <laughs> nobody notices. It's fine. So yeah, so it was great.
1: Oh, we I love it all. that. Wow. Oh,
2: now the earliest we have to do is when we've got like a your random doctor depot that starts at like six AM before they start doing rounds. And
1: you know, and I, happens, I want to kill it. They're so early. And I think they do it on purpose, just so that we oh, won't yeah. take their deposition. But I'm like, sometimes I need to know. And sometimes yeah. it's not to be mean that we need to depose them. We we just need to help our case
2: yeah yeah i, I mainly i just needed them to confirm my yeah. position exactly so i'll cool. get up
4: at 6 a.m to do that fine All right, ladies sure. let's
1: pass out We're some mimosas okay. i will also say the
4: one Delicious. the one downside cheers to the virtual hearings is that the clients don't fully appreciate that they're on a hearing and so sometimes they're still they are still in their morning routine Oh, I've had clients answer, and the judge will say, "Well, where are you? Tell us about your location." I'm on the potty. I'm on the toilet. I knew it. I'm on the toilet. <laughs> that was my favorite hearing. The client, the judge, says, "Why are you on the toilet?" Well, because you were calling, and I was in the shower. <laughs> so I got out, now we, I'm sitting in the on the bus. We've had this scheduled. The toilet, literally. Yes, we've right. had this hearing scheduled. How long? The client's like, "Yeah, but I had to take a shower." You didn't call. You didn't call at the exact time. Judge, oh my hear. gosh, you did not you were call me. So now I'm naked on
2: the toilet. No. Mm-hmm. Rebecca's had depots where um, people just lit up cigarettes. Like oh, yeah. My guy, of uh, one of my favorite
1: clients, yeah. we were on a Zoom mediation. He was just smoking heaters. I mean, Chief of heaters. I know he's a little stressed out, but I was also like trying to argue that I wouldn't have a back fusion. I was just waiting for the other side to he's be not, like, "You know, well, his back. Yeah, his back's not going to fuse. He smoked twenty heaters today <laughs> in the course of a two-hour yeah. dep- mediation." We're going
2: to go ahead and deny that and get the get the <laughs> doctor to say that it's not going to heal if you continue to smoke like that. So and that's why we'll say we have the option for video, and I check the box.
1: You're that like, says, nope. no, video. no,
2: thank you, no, thank which is you. good because if not, you'd have had the naked client on the toilet. Gross.
1: You know, I had a lady beginning of COVID, we did a telephone mediation, and when you're in a mediation, like if you're the injured worker or really anybody, you're supposed to be alone and not be with a bunch of other people around unless you're going to disclose that they're there. She was at a hair salon, and so my mediator lost her mind and was <laughs> like, where are you? And It's like, I'm getting my hair done. And she was like,
2: ma'am, we're not going to do this. This is confidential. We're yeah. not having this where yeah. you're going to have your six girlfriends who are also getting their hair done, comment all on in. what they think the reasonable value of your right? case
1: is. Now, P.S., she was going to tell everyone immediately after the mediation at the hair salon all of the details, but I was like, the hair salon? Seriously? And yeah. I was like, well, how long? And she's like, it's about a four-hour oh, procedure. Oh I was like, no. No. I was so mad. No. I just called the other side. I was like, just tell me your top number. I don't have time. Yeah,
4: we don't have time. For the shenanigans. No. Well, I had a client yesterday called for the to talk about the hearing today, and he answers and says, and right, for social security disability, you're not working. You are disabled. You are not able to oh, work. You're no, not working. Oh, I know where this is going. Answers the phone. Um, I'm at work. Can I call you back?
1: <laughs> sure. You're like, there like, goes my case. Sure.
4: Glad you called or,
2: or answered that with me. Now we're going to discuss how you answer your phone. You don't ever answer it in front of anyone else like that. Mm-hmm. You jack wagon. So yep. then he
4: did. So then he gets on today with the judge, and the judge says, have you done anything for money since 20, October of 2020. Any, oh, any no. jobs, anything? God, nope. Oh, Come on, man. Allison. great here I hate This is, this I is hate how
2: that. I started my day. This is no, no. my yeah. You deserve mimosa, 100%. That is really difficult when you have a client that is just bald-faced lying. Yes. It's oh. so frustrating.
1: I'm not as good at spotting a liar, but my paralegal, Suzanne, can spot one a, a mile away. Mm-hmm. And I've got a a liar right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That I well, we place. discovered yesterday. I'm just so mad because it was like when I took this case, I was like, I will burn this insurance company to the ground. And every time a new set of medical records comes in, I'm like <laughs> seriously?
4: Can you can you share seriously? any specifics or is it
1: Well it's a it's a bat case but my he was back adamant. Means
4: left knee.
1: Yeah.
2: That <laughs> was adamant.
1: He'd never had any issues ever, ever, ever in his entire life. He had been totally fine. And literally every set of records that shows up is like back pain, back treatment. Like, accident. Yeah. I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm so mad. And he was so believable on intake. So now I'm like, just give me whatever money you have. Just yeah. give me an offer. And
2: if they don't, then we can just withdraw.
1: I don't want to try. Like, because it also, like, at this point in time, it's not even worth, like, no. before when there was nothing there, I was like, I'm yeah, killing
2: these. The and that's, that's part of, you know, like, you know, a lot of comp attorneys, you probably know a lot of workers' comp attorneys, but they'll, I mean, they'll take super shitty cases where the person is fucking lying or they are working or whatever. We don't. Like, no. our no. reputation is based Mm-mm. on the fact that, like, we fight when we have to. And we will fire you if you lie to us about mm-hmm. dumb shit like that. I mean, so do you think maybe he was just like forgotten? Um, was omitted? You know, I or-
1: think there <laughs> might be some memory issues. But what I told, like dementia, maybe. <laughs> okay. pain I don't know if that helps me. You know, no, medication, we, I think. Pain medication, I think pain back? Medication, yeah. yeah, I think Side there's effect. some way. There's some arguments I can make. But what I pointed out to him, and what particularly I feel like men are the worst offenders on this, is saying, "Hey, look, if you have prior back, it's okay." just don't lie about it because you can have an aggravation case what you can't have is a back injury with allegedly no prior treatment and you're the Cairo up until the week beforehand yeah, no, I like so i'm so i always I like that all the time super like, aggressive about it
2: whenever they hire us i'll be like tell me everything
1: i've started running um for my clients when i'm responding to their written discovery because that's where the lies typically start right and so if you can cut them off before do they, do the before ISO they I do. And so then I'll call like, and as I'm responding to discovery, even though I'm objecting to all of the arrest history information anyway, find it's a great chance to be like, okay, it looks like you were arrested maybe 25 or 30 times. I don't know if these were hey, Jimbo, you. It looks like
2: there's a lot of DUIs no. going on. Here. There's Have
1: some issues. Yeah. I'd be like, oh. let's go and talk through it now instead of you lying about it later.
4: And other people. So I had this crazy situation where I've had multiple scenarios where husbands or jilted lovers have written statements that they've submitted and said, just want to give you the heads up. Motherfuckers working,
2: working,
4: eating the yard, wants to be a stay at home mom, all kinds of these crazy situations. And how does the government get, like, uh, how do you? How do they get a hold of that? Well, you go on down to Social Security and you write they a statement. Write they actually write it?
1: Oh, my God. Could you God. imagine hating somebody that much that you're well, like, I'm going to ruin calls. their Social Security case? Right.
4: And people, we've even gotten calls from, um, Sarah, you were talking earlier about, you know, clients that'll call, both of y'all, that'll call at inappropriate mm-hmm. times. We've had clients that'll call and leave messages saying, I just want to let you know this secret about my cousin, friend, brother, <laughs>
1: Wife and
4: I'm like, just so you know, they are working. What's happening on their truck
2: last night? I saw him underneath, yeah, which means he can probably do all kinds yeah. of work, and earn money.
1: Yeah, you're like, well, did you take a picture?
4: Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Can I you like email
1: that? Yeah, we yeah. need some proof there.
4: Yeah,
2: uh, yeah. people are fucking insane. That's wild. We've done, wild. Uh, we've done a spot a couple of times where it's like, stop killing your spouse, just get divorced, because everyone keeps fucking like, whenever they've had multiple affairs, they continue to fucking murder their spouse by poison or drugs or something and we're like just
1: get divorced yeah. man it's okay don't kill me just leave me
4: How about the i'll be fine get yeah. remarried they, oh. they finally listen to you and they're like oh great suggestion yeah i'm gonna yeah. get divorced and then two years later we're married. we're divorced again
2: I, well, I don't think I'm
4: ever gonna get I don't think I'm ever going to get married
2: again. I think I'm going to be straight up single for the rest of my life. I'm okay with that.
1: You know, I do wonder going forward if less people are going to get married. I think our kind of like generation was the last big marriage generation. Like these young kids, they're like, why would I get married? Yeah,
2: they don't give a shit.
1: They also mm-hmm. don't really care about having kids either. Like my no. two youngest sisters are 30, uh,
2: 34 and 32. They're both brilliant fucking lawyers. I don't
1: see anybody getting pregnant anytime soon.
4: No. I could give a shit less.
1: Thank God we repopulated the earth in our group. Maybe. Say,
4: now that I have my daughter though, she's I of course, as we all do, I think she's the most like beautiful, oh shame, talented agree more. specimen that I've ever seen. And so it is kind of crazy like, before you have the kids and you're same like lawyer, you're busy, you wanna go out with your friends, you're traveling, and then all of a sudden you have this little kid and you're like, Wow, you're actually really great.
2: No, there's like there's really literally great- there's nothing better. I think this is why Rebecca has three, because um, she kept loving them.
1: I was gonna say, don't have three of them because you actually might not feel that way anymore. Yeah, you might not the twins, so they were <laughs> yeah, they were good. Yeah, it's just the third one.
2: But I have, you know, I just have Adeline, and she is like my most favorite soul in the entire mm-hmm. wide world. Like I just sit there in awe and hang out with her, and I'm like god you're funny and smart and kind and you know i mean it is a different type of love where yeah so Mm -hmm. when people are like hey do you want to go grab a drink and there's like like i was talking to Callie the other night and she was asking me about some of my bumble bullshit Mm. and i was like i just i was like i match and then i don't talk to them because i just don't have the effort to go out and do anything yeah, the kids are fine. Just fun. want to hang out with Adeline, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. Like she makes me die laugh.
4: Die laughing. Die yes. laughing. Yes. Yeah, there's So Colin better. sings the ABCs now. She's almost 2. And my my husband and I look at her like she's <laughs> like, like most, she's perfect. She's Albert Einstein. Yes. We're like, "Oh my god, look, she says the Q." What genius. She says
1: the Q. <laughs> well, look at that. well, you shouldn't have a boy because this morning on the way to school George get, George has been really bad recently. Um he may have gotten spanked last night. I don't know if that's appropriate anymore, but I definitely spanked him after he I told me to, appropriate. he told me to F off. Um, oh, like, oh, wow. Legitimately said, go fuck yourself? Well, he said, he said, shut your fucking mouth. I go. Oh,
2: yeah. I'd be like, watch this motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Guess he's um, getting yanked up quick? So today on the way to school, he goes, mom, why is there a naughty list? And I go, well, you know, Santa needs to know he's getting bad." He goes, is it only a month that counts or is it the no whole year? And whole I go, year. whole year. And he goes, oh, you know, Jesus just makes me do these bad things. And I Jesus? go, Jesus, Jesus? he played on Jesus. <laughs> you a, can you imagine? That's, that's a manipulative old, old little yeah. fucker right there. That's I, go, brilliant. I go, you mean uh-huh. Satan? And he goes, nah. no, it's definitely Jesus that's telling me to say bad heart. words. And I was like, all right, well, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> I just like threw him out the door. Have a great day. I was like, you could be oh, somebody else's problem now. <laughs>
4: Good grief. Right? That's, I don't know how you. Hopefully that doesn't come back up later after school. I mean, oh, it'll
1: definitely. And our au pair shows up today. I can't wait for him to tell her that Jesus makes me do By the way, bad
2: Jesus makes me tell you to go fuck yourself. Is uh, that a line
1: I can use like on people? Probably just say, Jesus made me do it. <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm really. Instead of sorry, what would Jesus so
1: yeah, do? Man, okay, Jesus <laughs> dude, Jesus Those made bracelets. me do it.
4: Oh, man. Oh,
1: it's terrifying. Well, so tell us about your career and what you do. I know that primarily social security and VA. Yep.
4: Yep. So we, okay. So my dad founded our firm 40 years ago. Um, and he and his partner practiced together for pretty much that, well, that whole time. Um, so they are still great friends. And, um, when I was leaving law school, I was kind of like, Oh, what am I going to do? I wanted to be a prosecutor. And then I, I don't know. It just kind of fell in my lap, right? So my dad basically said, like, do you want to come figure this out? Because I'm not going to do this forever. Not going to do this forever. Mm -hmm. And do you want me to teach you? And now's the time. So I said, great, let's do it. Let's learn. Um, And it has been great. I mean, I got in there. They, at the time, actually did a lot of workers' comp. That's primarily what my dad did. And and then Social Security was kind of always there, consistent, Mm -hmm. just, volume business. And so we kind of looked at it. And um, one of my really good friends from law school was doing VA. And he said, you need to look into this. It's similar to Social Security. We already have this foundation of veterans that we're working with. And so we, my law partner, Harry, and I just jumped in, started learning it. He's also lovely. He is lovely. Mm-hmm. He and I, and that's the cool part about the firm. It's a family business. His, my dad's partner is his stepfather. Oh, so I love that. we didn't know each other growing up, and yeah. we make the best team. We're total opposites, and we balance each other so well, and he's just great. And um, I don't know. You guys know from working together, it's just great to have someone that you can bounce all of your oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. thoughts, all the conversation we're having right now. I can have that with Harry. It's great. So anyway, so we kind of um, shifted the firm, and we went away from comp, and now we're doing, I would say, m- half and half, probably more VA than social security. Um, but it's been great. The VA has been, um, uh really fun to learn I would say okay so there's kind of differences in the two right so yeah uh, that's what I was just gonna yeah. say explain
2: the VA benefit side like for sure. if, if someone calls you and they say I have a VA case can you help me what kind of typical case is that
4: yeah so VA disability benefits right so um when you are when you serve when you're an active duty or you can be in reserve but if you have something happen during the period that you're you're active duty if you have an injury that happens and that's still a problem today, you can essentially be compensated for that injury. So I guess it's kind of similar to comp mm-hmm. in that way or being compensated for a specific injury. So you don't have to be, the difference is that you don't have to be out of work. You're not, you may have a disability, but if you're a 100% disabled veteran, it doesn't mean you're not working. Right. Most of my veterans <coughs> are working full time. Um, so yeah, so it's just looking at all their different- income. Yeah,
1: exactly. And so is there a time frame, like, you know, is there a statute they have to meet to file for VA, or is it just as long as they were injured while serving, they can pursue it at any time?
4: Yeah, so it kind of depends. So it's expanded so much in recent years, and that's why, so attorneys couldn't get paid for a long time. So people weren't doing it. And then they allowed, they started withholding the fees, but the cases, it can be like a five year plus time period to go through that whole process. So, um there isn't kind of a statute like that, but you have to prove the nexus. So like for a lot of cases, someone can come tell me, oh, Hey, I got out 30 years ago. I injured my back in service, but then I have to prove you have to go back and, prove what was that thing that injured your back in service. And so that can be the hard thing, isn't the connection
1: these old records. Right. Yeah, finding yeah. old mm-hmm.
4: records, connecting them. <laughs> well let's see. I was <laughs> yeah. marching twenty six
2: miles right. with a ninety pound rucksack yes. on my back with mm-hmm. some shitty boots. Maybe that injured
1: my back.
4: Just saying. Just throwing it out yeah. there. And also, so I jumped out of planes for ten years. Yeah, exactly. Right. Which for totally makes sense. Sure, it's fine. Yeah.
1: But yeah. then do you have to then have the supporting medical record like from thirty years back that shows when they first got treatment or can you support can it you with current medical it? Yeah. You're
2: can find right, it. the VA, especially if you're trying to get. Are you able to get medical records from the VA? Because current ones, we can't.
1: Oh my god, it's awful! It's That's
2: the so I That's mean, so it's legitimately Fort Knox. Yes, we try and do that. Well, the best is when the defense attorney tries to do it, makes me absolutely die laughing because we can get them a little bit more easily because we can get our client to actually go there and pick them up and stuff if they're going for their treatment. But the defense attorney will be like, well, I sent this request for production of documents to so the VA. like, good
1: luck. good luck. And it's See, always hundreds years, of, it's inches. Like it is like every time they come in, I'm so like, many pages. whoa. And yeah. it says the
4: same thing 45 mm-hmm. times. Yeah. It does. How many times can I read the same thing oh, 45 awful. times? It's awful. But the fun part that we learned recently at this conference is that apparently when veterans are discharged, they will say, here's a box of your, they, they'll go request their records. Here's the original box. Of like Iron Mountain Fox, you know, we all had those of all your records, make a copy and bring it back. (laughs) Is that a joke? I wish that was a joke. I wish that was a joke. Are they doing that now? Yeah. Soldiers, not as much now, but for old, make a copy, make so a copy, and please bring when, it back. Yeah. Honor
1: system, yeah, Honor system. yeah, no way anybody's bringing those back. They're
4: not bringing them no, back oh, you're because the VA serious. doesn't
1: want them either. Yeah, like, let's they be don't honest, want
4: them. you yeah, know, where, as where they hand
2: they them put over, put they're that like, hard copy of that, isn't it? Not all oh. on like a file system.
4: Oh, so veterans, you just start laughing. You are like, oh. well, so it is now. Okay, so this go. is like, oh, the old like, yeah, like eighties, nineties. The veterans, there, there are clients that want to come in they want to come in because they have 60 pounds of fucking how
2: would you get back well i was carrying my fucking medical records yeah. <laughs> you
4: know, yeah. and it was aggravated yeah it's the letter and now you're not got, eligible yeah, for social security now you don't get God social started. security you win
1: so tell me then so we get tons of clients that we send over to obviously for social security and i feel like when my clients coming back and they're like i got on social security they're like Three or four different types of Social Security. Okay, yeah. Most of the time, I can't figure out what in the heck they're talking about. And then I have to call you. So yeah. can you explain the difference?
4: Yeah. Okay. So... Yeah, the clients don't either. They'll call and say, I'm on this type of Social Security benefit. I'm like, are you sure? You're like, know. I don't think you actually are. Yeah. So, okay. So, there's lots of different ones. Retirement, right? If you're 62, you can draw early or you can draw your full retirement age. Or from a disability side, there's two disability benefits. There's SSI, SSDI. I would say biggest misconception about Social Security is that it's all welfare. It's not welfare. No, of course See not. See money go out of our taxes every month and our paychecks and, you know, go to Social Security. So, SSI is the Welfare Disability Program. SSDI is the Work-Based Disability Program. So you may be eligible for both. Most likely, you're just going to be eligible for one of the two. Um, And I would say my favorite clients are the ones who are enraged that they're not eligible for the Work-Based Program because they've worked their whole life. I'm like, but did you pay taxes?
2: <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's I the key. You lo- have, have to have paid in. Pay your yes.
4: taxes, people. I've had taxes. multiple
2: clients. Ugh. And I'm like, okay, but let's get you on Social Security disability. And they're like, he's not eligible. i was like, what do you mean he's not eligible? He's been like a long-distance, tra- like over-the-road truck driver mm-hmm. for fucking 40 years. And they're like... He never
1: paid in the system. I'm like,
4: oh, my God, dude,
1: come on. You
4: saved the money at the time, and now it's coming back to- Oh, it's awful. I hate that. You
1: know, and I had another guy recently who had paid in but refused to apply for Social Security because he was like, it's welfare. And I go, it's not welfare. You've literally been paying into this. And he goes, I won't do it. I will not live off of the government. And I was like, I'm not you to live off the government. I know which client that is. I was like, will you just accept (laughs) the monthly check? I don't understand. It, it. doesn't hurt your it's, case. I don't get it's free it. money. Yeah. It's really not free. It's, you paid you for it. Paid you already paid it. You in. paid in. You to take it. The worst
4: part is there is. So we were talking about is there a statute? You have five years from when you stop working to apply. Okay. That's good to know. So five years. I had no idea about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So people will come Ooh. to me 10 years later. I'm like, how have you been getting by for 10 years? Well, I was in a car accident. So I lived off of that money. I was whatever. And I'm like, well, I. Mm, mm. Okay, Ugh. so five years, five years from date wow. that they
1: apply, that they
4: date that they stop working.
1: Okay, so and it's
4: kind of like you're insuring yourself. So it's like a kind of like a insurance. Policy.
1: A, a stone statue. Well, so that's okay. tricky, yeah.
2: right? Yeah. Because in workers' comp, we have 350 week cases or 400 week cases yes. or catastrophic cases.
4: Yes, right yes. in
2: Georgia, um, and so if it's a 350 week case. Seven years. That's seven years. So if you have not applied for Social Security disability benefits within five, does a worker's comp receipt of temporary total disability benefits toll the statute? Holy shit. That's not good news. Why is I mean, I've been doing this for, what, 16 years, and I did not know that. Fortunately, I've told all all my clients to apply, (laughs) because I'm like, y'all need to go ahead and do that, but (laughs) like... Yeah. yeah. What?
4: This yeah. is very
2: good information. What if it's a no. catastrophic client? And so I'm like, thing. no, you
4: could just apply in like six, seven years. Nope. nope. You yeah. can't. And they do. And the problem is then we have to prove it back, whatever it is. So let's say they come seven years later. They want us to prove it back three years. You know how hard it is for somebody to sit in a hearing and tell somebody about their life three years before? No, you can't. It's so hard. Oh, it's awful. It's so hard. Mm-hmm. And the judges sit there looking at me like, you Al- brought me Allison. A DLI. Yeah. What is this? 2018. We're going back to 2018. And Harry, my partner, he has a heart of gold, and he will fight. He will fight them. I mean, if it's like a legitimate yes, case, he'll be like, "Allison, I'm going to get this one. I'm going back to 2018." And I'm like, I, "You got do this. you, honey. You've got this. He's our warrior." Yeah, can't do it. I just, I'm like,
1: I can't do it. So, one more quick question before we wrap up. Can you get VA and Social Security benefits at the same time?
4: Yes. Yes, you can. Is
1: that like the unicorn?
4: It kind of is. What yeah, do you, you have can, to I mean, do? You can have a lot. You can get, actually, you know, you can get, you can get VA retirement. Uh-huh. You can get VA disability and you can get Social Security disability at the same time. That's oh, you're wow. loaded. You you're at that point in time. And the veterans, you and honestly, you Fifteen hundred dollars a month, right? They, it. they do deserve it. Yeah, yeah. if oh you my is, God. they yeah. do deserve the it so much. That, yes. Some of these stories that we hear are are just honestly unbelievable. But I think the thing to remember is that because just because you have a disability doesn't mean you're disabled, right? Mm-hmm. And so a lot of veterans they are BA disability eligible. Like you did have that injury, you do have PTSD from being in the military, but you're not always disabled from work. To be eligible for Social Security, right? And so I think there's this huge disconnect between the two. And the veterans, you know, sometimes it's kind of a, a, a shock when they're like they get denied for Social Security because you think governmental disability programs they should overlap, they should do, and they do to some extent. But I have so many veterans that 100% disabled for sure, absolutely entitled, but just not to the point where they're eligible for Social Security.
1: Okay. Yeah. So key takeaways: you can still get VA disability and work. Yes. And if we think there's a chance that they can get on social security disability, they need to be talking to you guys
4: within well five five
1: within years. five years yep yeah. okay yeah. go
2: ahead
4: and like go maybe ahead and start at like
1: three or four yeah yeah. Cause it takes. I mean, it does take a long takes time.
4: Two to three years, sometimes. Oh my god, to get takes, approved. Yeah. And
1: so, so we'll just give time. you all of our records when they apply or whenever they come to you and be like, here are the records. So
4: they just in paper, paper form <laughs> only, though. I don't want any emails. <laughs> yeah. She I want hand
1: delivered. Sixty yeah. to ninety pound box in an iron mountain box. <laughs> iron mountain. I will drive it yeah, to your please. office. I
4: can't wait. I um, want to hang out.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, this was so fun. Thank you for hanging out with us today. Thank you for coming and wonderful information. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Cheers, ladies. This was so fun. Thank you, Allison. Thank you. See you next time at Lawyers and Libations. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, and wherever you get your podcasts.